Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to another Top 6 Special where we focus on the upper echelons of the Premier League and discuss who are the main contenders and what shape are they currently in. Joining us for each are fans of the clubs in question for that crucial insider take. Joining me too today I have Howard as we concentrate our attentions on the Novo Riche upstarts amongst the elite Newcastle. Was their fourth place finish last term an outlier or the beginning of something special? And will they ever take our crown as a club other fans care about the least, or at least claim to? First up, hello, Howard. How are you, sir? Hello. I'm okay, thanks, I suppose. <laughs> Yourself? I'm okay. I've just suddenly realised if I've got that intro for the, for all of them, I need to change it. It's a right mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're out of time now, so... And yeah, that. there's that too. Never mind the length. It's hard to get my tongue around, but yeah. Um, that aside, I'm very well. I'm very tired. This is now my 13th hour straight of working. So, oh. I know. <laughs> violins, I know, yeah. yeah. Working from home, fucking poor me. <laughs> from from a family of, sh- like, you know, steel workers and coal miners. But, yeah. Yeah. As you know, I've been a bit gouty the last week. So. Yes. Yeah. Gouty McGout. So, I've had a few nights where there hasn't been any sleep, so... Yeah. Uh, so I think I've caught up with the world's podcasts, and I mean the entire world's podcasts. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's not been the best week, to be honest, but hey. How, how, are, you fe- how are you feeling? First now? world problems, in a way, yeah. So. Yeah, well, yeah, first world war problems, if it's gout. <laughs> yeah. hey, well, for all I know, it could be trench foot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, we've got way late already. So Newcastle, yeah, good. They're the best ones. Any good they recipes, Steve? <laughs> I've got a few actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, we'll leave that for a different pod. Um, Newcastle are a fascinating story this season because they've raised the bar of expectation, very similar to Arsenal. Um, I'm not suggesting that the fans will kind of turn on how if they don't get top four or be in the reckoning. But you do suspect, or am I alone in this? That I think Howe's going to be in trouble if they're lurking around the 7th or 6th mark, you know, come October. Um, is that fair or is that kind of... I mean, I guess there's no way of knowing that, that, that their owners may be... No. You, think, you think he's going to be in trouble if they're not right yeah. up there? Yeah, you're kind of mirroring my thoughts there. I, don't, I think he's done excellently and I think every Newcastle fan would agree. I think yeah. he was a solid appointment at the time. But you felt... felt I mean, he's better than Mark Hughes, but... Yeah, it, even though he was appointed by them, you know, Mark Hughes was kind of a leftover from before. It felt like he was still a bit of a, you know, a, a kind of phase one manager, as mm-hmm. they, and yeah. he really has done brilliantly. And they are obviously fourth, they're ahead of schedule, basically. But I do, the fans won't turn him, I don't think, at all, no. no. But I do kind I we don't know, do we? We just do not know. They've been quite sensible, the owners, so far. It, they would have to be lower than that, I think. But I do think they may... They've been patient. They're taking it slowly. And for that reason, probably not. But I have had that little thought myself sometimes. Just maybe. You know, if they... If like eighth, ninth at some point, he will be under pressure. And just maybe, they're wondering, as brilliant as he's been, if he can take them all the way to the top. Yeah. But... As it stands, that's all lifts, buts and maybes, is it not? As it stands, he's pretty damn secure. And there's no reason. I mean, it's going to be competitive. 
Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about what we can expect from them, and it's not just about them, it's about what's around them. But surely the owners and the fans can see that as well in Newcastle, and I wouldn't expect a huge tail off in performance level-wise from the team, and that's the important thing, really, not just the league position. Absolutely. I mean, it's worth saying as well, they're unbeaten in pre-season, which I know a lot of people won't put any stock to that, but... They are unbeaten. And they've played some good sides as well, by the way. Fiorentina, mm. Villarreal, Brighton, Chelsea, Villa, Rangers. Um, so, you know, they've actually played against some good quality teams. Um, some good quality teams and Rangers, yeah. And Rangers and, and Gateshead, bless them as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who only narrowly beat 3-2, but yeah, that's by the by. Um, what are you expecting of them? We're going to get to the transfers imminently, but... The kind of bigger question is, what are you expecting of Newcastle this season? What do you think is a realistic aspirations for them? I I would think plateauing would be success. Yes, in a way. yeah, I, yeah, agreed. Uh, you know, and we, uh, it's Harry, uh, the customer that we're talking. To, I spoke to quite a good few days ago, so they made another signing since, and I think we discussed this in you know in the, the bit that's coming up later. Uh, and yeah, they're all pretty level-headed. I think Newcastle fans have realised that that they wouldn't expect them now to be call it, uh, going for a title. It's just mm. not really realistic. It's possible, of course, it's possible. But it's you know, if it is ultra competitive, the league and everyone takes points off everyone, and you know, a few teams are off off their best. You know, City trying to win a fourth in a row, the intensity is not there, whatever. Chelsea in transition, they could sneak in. But I think, honestly, for I would say staying fourth again would be a, a damn good season. Get through, how yeah, Harry said, to get through, qualify for the knockout stage of the Champions League would be pure success. And if I was a Newcastle fan, I'd want a domestic cup run. You know, like we, yeah, was definitely. it 2009-10, so I want to go to Wembley. Uh, obviously, they've been there. But they want you want they want to do it again and they want to uh, and win. Yeah, well, the more well, times they play at Wembley, the more they might. Yeah, I thought it was pretty pretty disappointing a bit the way they played against United in the final last season. But that's what they want another good cut one at the very least. So just little things like that, really consolidation and just edging forward now, so they become a a solid top four. And you could say five side because. Champions League next season. Yeah, it looks like five teams are qualified for the Champions League. So their aim is to finish, qualify for the Champions League and just have have some fun in the Cups. So, yeah, go deep somewhere, definitely. Yeah, it's just whether they've got a squad for that because, OK, they've, they've signed three players this season. Um, but, you know, they, they've let go with um, St Maximin as well. Um, so they've increased this, their squad depth really by two players, haven't they? But still... Yeah. It's not the biggest squad. And if you've got Champions League and you've got FA Cup and obviously the league itself and the League Cup, I'm not sure they've got enough depth in that squad to cope with all of them. One or two will have to go. Um, but it's the 8th it, of August. Yeah, you know, we're doing pre. Obviously, we're doing pre season reviews not, just, just before the season starts. But who knows? They may bring in another three before the end of the They are not yeah. signing anyone else. We don't have the money for it with FFP. Mm. The restrictions in place. I'm surprised that they actually went so high for Livramento. Um, you know, a very good player, good prospect. Every time I've seen him, he's looked good. But you know, 35 to 40 million was like, whew. And you add it to 38 million with Harvey Barnes and 55 million for Tonali. Um, they haven't got the sellable assets, have they? Really? They so don't in this stage, really. So yeah. Yes, exactly that. So, um, but just looking at 
Like Harvey Barnes, I'm a big fan of. I think he's so underrated. Um, the epitome of underrated. Um, Tenali, I've only seen on international duty, if I'm being perfectly honest, but they really wanted him to add a bit of class in, you know, in, the, in, the, in the middle there. So the good yeah. signings, um, would, would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, we're guessing that well. We could do the old stereotype of Italians don't settle well in, uh, in the Premier League. Especially, I was going to say, they wait till it's a cold uh, December night in Newcastle, but, you know, Milan in the winters, exactly the same as far as I'm aware. So, yeah. So, uh, look, it's a bit of a statement signing, but the Newcastle didn't do it for that reason, did it? Because there was a need, and it, it could be a brilliant signing. But even House says, you know, he'll need time to adapt. Uh, pre-season showed flashes but not not ready you know, oven ready player to just slip into the into the side I don't think it'll take a bit of time I agree with Harvey Barnes but I still it's a great move for him basically I just wonder if he was wasting away if Leicester had stayed up I think he was wasting away a bit mm. it's like I could see he's brilliant sometimes but there was inconsistency there as well I think Possibly. So now the next step in, he's in a good side now. Is that we'll, I think we'll see a better version of him now. We'll see him fulfil his potential, be more consistent. So yeah, that's a good signing. And Livermento is a bit. I think they need a left back more, but got a right back. But he's a, a project, you know, a prospect, you know, classy player that's highly rated in the game. So they're kind of just sensible signings that don't. They haven't taken a huge leap forward, no. But yeah, they were in Europe, were they? So they've got that. Champions League pressure now playing in midweek, so mm. it, it will put pressure on them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's probably Howe's biggest challenge, and the challenge of being ahead of schedule when people get ahead of themselves. Where you know, if they replicate the season, it will be seen as failure by some, perhaps when it wouldn't be really because getting into the Champions League this quickly was probably something few expected. So, yeah, I think that they probably you're probably right that. They've got. They will have to take the Champions League seriously. Of course, it's what uh, eighteen years, I guess, since they were in it. Mm. It's a long, long time ago. Eighteen to twenty years, something like that. I mean, obviously, it's, it's going to be huge that first night, you know, under the lights and all that. He, yeah, it's how's biggest challenge is to use the squad he's got. He may, if they haven't got much money, then maybe a couple of canny signings and a bit of old heads and some cheaper buys might be in order. Well, you know, just because they haven't got that much money doesn't mean they can't sign anyone. So we mm. will see. But yeah, the squad's probably the biggest challenge. The size of it is probably the biggest challenge for how uh, for next season. Yeah, I think they're still short of a midfielder personally because they're capable of putting out a terrific first eleven, and they've got game changers on the bench, but. As soon as injuries start to kick in, then you know you're going down a notch, aren't you? So, um, yeah, one more midfielder, but they don't have the funds for him. So let's wait and see. But as you say, you don't need money if you get a you know decent loan or you know clever kind of free transfer or whatever. But it really pisses me off that you know they are by far and away the wealthiest football club in the world. I mean, by far, they are thirty times richer on paper than City. And mm. they're having to look at a free transfer this summer. It's FFP is just so flawed. It really annoys me. But anyway, um, let's hear what Harry's got to say um, about the, the Mighty Magpies. I'm delighted to be joined by Harry de Cosimo, a Newcastle fan and writer. Good afternoon, Harry. How are you? 
Hi, Howard. I'm uh, good, thank you. Thanks very much for having me back on. No, thanks for coming on. I do remember panicking last time I mispronounced your names. How have I done this time? You've done very well. Oh, good, good. So uh, always a a worry for me because I'm so tough. (laughs) Yeah. I've done a Liverpool one and trying to uh, to name one of their new signings got me in a huge amount of trouble as well. So, yeah, I try not to do surnames most of the time. So, so how have you been? Anyway, how's your summer been? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I mean, the weather's been terrible, which is kind of <laughs> yep. really sort of, so you can't really call it a summer. But, yeah, it's been really good. Um, a little bit, it's just nice being able to not worry about Newcastle. Um, and I think... That's a kind of, uh, and we'll get onto this, but from a Newcastle perspective, summers have always been that sort of dreading feeling. I think you see it with clubs mm. like West Ham and Wolves at the moment, where you're sort of wondering when the first sign's going to come, and you're wondering what's going to happen, and then you and and the sort of panic sets in, and you sort of write yourself off in July, and it never works out like that. But it's nice not having that feeling and just being quite relaxed about it. And as I say, we'll get onto why later. But yeah, it's 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 been quite nice to be able to. Park Newcastle, park football for a bit, and just and just chill. Yeah, it feels like West Ham are taking over the the old Newcastle mantle at the moment with mm. their dealings in the summer. Yeah, and not a lot happening. So, yeah, it's different, very different times. So, are you actually glad to get before we talk about Newcastle? Are you glad football's going to be back next week? Yeah, it really sort of schedules your, your your life when you're especially when you write about mm-hmm. it and you work around it yeah it's sort of that normality and knowing where you're going to be on a weekend what you're going to be doing and that sort of thing that that, that structure is what i what i like about it as well as actually the, the football itself um but it does feel like it's not really stopped i mean this season sorry last season as you'll well know being a city fan you know right to so the champions league final was they had no right being the 10th of june <laughs> it felt yeah. like it, it really it really went on a long time so I was kind of really I had burnout last at the end of last season just because you kind of get to the end of May and think right it should stop now and it doesn't um, but but yeah after a few weeks of, of once once July's out of the way you kind of start ramping up again and it it gets it gets you, you get itchy feet you know Newcastle are in pre-season action at St James's at the weekend I'll, I'll, I'm going to be there it's mm. it's yeah it's getting back into that that swing of things now. Yeah, the joys of a mid-season World Cup, eh? So I mean, it did seem like it went on forever that season. Even if you weren't there to the end, it felt like uh, such a long season because it was. So yeah, yeah, and well, you're talking about arranging your weekends and all that. You'll be arranging quite a few midweeks as well next season. But we'll come to that. I. Catch all question I ask everyone who's going to do this to start off before we get into the nitty gritty is how confident are you going into the season? Because it is a brave new world in many respects, isn't it? Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.